Hello and welcome to the Low Tech Podcast. I'm Scott Johnson from the Low Technology Institute, your host for podcast number 31 on December 29th, 2017, coming to you out of the Low Tech Recording Room in Cooksville, Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us. Today we're looking back at 2017 in news and institute operation, and we'll also have institute updates before we go. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at low underscore techno. Like us on Facebook, find us on Instagram, and check out our website, which is always lowtechinstitute.org. There you can find both of our podcasts, as well as information about joining and supporting the Institute and its research. So here we are at the end of 2017, and it's a good time to look back at the last year, both in news and institute operations, and see what's been going on, kind of sum things up, and look forward to 2018. So let's start with some good news. 49 countries seem to have hit their carbon emission peaks and are now declining. Similarly, the demand for coal has continued to fall faster than analysts have predicted. And 19,000 government officials met in Bonn, Germany for the UN climate conference called COP23. The U.S.'s emissions have declined in 2017 as the country's energy generation shifts from coal to natural gas. But it wasn't all rosy news. It was the second or third warmest year on record, and the warmest year that did not have an El Nino. Deforestation has reached such levels that tropical forests are no longer carbon sinks, which means they would draw in excess carbon from the atmosphere, uh, but instead they're carbon emitters as they're cut down and burned. It was a year of intense storms. Harvey, Irma, Maria, and Ophelia all slammed into Texas, Florida, Puerto Rico, and Ireland. And of course, Ireland is famous for its hurricanes, right? Wildfire season shows no sign of ending out west, and for the first time a group of scientists have stated that these weather events were directly related to our effects on the Earth's climate. Hotter air draws moisture out of forests, making them dry out, and it also fuels stronger hurricanes. This summer, millions of Americans experienced a total solar eclipse, which by all accounts was an extremely intense and emotionally exciting event if you were able to witness it. Astronomers discovered three planets within the Goldilocks zone. The Goldilocks zone is where water is liquid on the surface, and this means that life is likely to stand a chance there. Uh, and these three planets were found in the TRAPPIST-1 system. The collision of two neutron stars was also detected this year, and one of the largest icebergs in history calved off the Larsen ice sheet in Antarctica, reducing that ice sheet's mass to its smallest size in recorded history. Uh, now, before I talk about any more stories from the last year, I should mention that the Low Technology Institute is a 501c3 nonprofit. That means we cannot endorse or repudiate any political figure, legislation, or really engage with politics. We can, however, speak up about topics germane to the Institute. Now, it's our position that fossil fuels will run out in the future and we should be ready with options to house, clothe, and feed ourselves when that happens. We can engage in discussions of news topics that do touch on this mission, but even still, I'll try and do so in a fairly objective way. For example, the Trump administration has a different worldview than that of the Obama administration. This has led to a dismantling of many of the policies of the previous administration, especially when it comes to the intersection of humans, the environment, and business. The current administration clearly has a bias towards the goals of the business community and a stated reluctance to accept the conclusion of the world's scientists about global warming. While the Institute does not comment on the merit or drawbacks of such actions, we have to take these changes into consideration when we look towards the future. 
a warmer planet with potentially dirtier air, water, and soil adds a layer of complication on the already difficult goal of surviving without fossil fuels. Uh, April saw a march for science across the U.S., where scientists and their backers took to the streets to protest what they perceived as a threat posed by the Trump administration. Some scientists worried that this would give politicians and the public reason to think that scientific findings are being influenced by the researchers' politics. While this may be true in some soft sciences, especially such as sociology, it should not be true in hard sciences, such as environmental science, biology, or paleoclimatology, which work on the scientific method, where data are used to inform decisions and faulty findings are overturned by later testing. The U.S. officially withdrew from the Paris Agreement, leaving it as the only country in the world not to be committed to this non-binding charter. New pipelines held up by the previous administration have been given the federal go-ahead, and the Clean Power Plan was repealed. Large tracts of wilderness have been released from federal protection, including at Bear Ears, Grand Staircase, and the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, or ANWAR. This is particularly worrisome as the Arctic environments, with their short growing season, take longer to recover from degradation and oil spills should they occur. Federal funds for science have declined. Reducing the money for scientific research is demonstrably bad for the economy and innovation, as many patents and other technologies in the private sector actually started out with government funding. So that's just a real quick recap of some of the more important and larger stories that we've seen unfold throughout this last year. Uh, much of this information is pulled from year-end roundups on websites such as The Conversation, Carbon Brief, Forbes, The New York Times, the BBC, and the Sierra Club. And I will link to each one of these articles in the show description, so you can check that out for more. Let's turn now to the Institute and do a quick reprise of what we've been up to over the last year. 2017 has been busy for us at the Low Technology Institute. We spent much of the last winter getting the paperwork together for our corporation, which was made an official legal entity on January 3rd of 2017 in Wisconsin. Throughout that time, we were also searching for a permanent home for the Institute and found one in April. We have occupied a 160-year-old house in the village of Cooksville, Wisconsin. Cooksville was platted in the 1850s and consists of a few dozen houses built around that time. Many of them are in the National Register of Historic Places. In the late 1800s, westbound trains went to the villages to the north and south of Cooksville, which then grew into towns, leaving Cooksville in much the same size as it was before the trains. We were drawn to this town because of its historic roots. It's a small community that grew up in this place before fossil fuels were available. If it could exist then, it should be able to exist in the future. Right now, the Institute is sharing space in the garage, but we hope to build a standalone workshop in the near future to host classes and research. In the last year, we had workshops on beekeeping, basic carpentry, solar water heating, earth bag building, venison butchery, and cordial making. We'll be offering these workshops and new ones in 2018. Right now, it looks like we have a knife and tool sharpening class coming up, bread baking, beehive building, and maybe a scythe workshop. Some more news on that coming up soon. We received our 501c3 status from the IRS this summer, identifying us as a nonprofit research and educational organization. This means we can apply for a wider variety of grants and that any donation is tax deductible. And as a shameless plug, I should point out that there's still time to donate for 2017. You can find out all the information about donating or joining as a member on our website, lowtechinstitute.org, under the support tab. 
Thank you so much to those who have already contributed this year. It really means a lot to us and allows us to continue on what we're doing. Unfortunately, much of the summer and fall was given over to infrastructure repairs, and we are not able to work full-time on programming and research. However, we still got the prototypes for a solar hot water heating system built and tested, results of which can be found on our blog. We also applied for a grant for a research project coming next year involving growing potatoes with farmers market gardeners. We're excited for 2018 and the new research and workshops will be rolling out, so stay tuned for the podcast and the listserv for the latest. And now for a brief recap of the research we have going on around the Institute. Winter is finally here with sub-zero temperatures. I was just out winter-proofing the chicken coop and making sure our feathered friends are able to survive the 14 below temperatures we had this morning. We just finished the roof in time for the cold weather to set in, and now we've turned our attention to interior improvements. The first is a bathroom, and in a future podcast, I'll go over the work we're doing here and how we plan to reuse most of the materials taken out of the old bathroom, reducing the waste associated with renovation. I'm in the process of scheduling new workshops for this coming year, so stay tuned to the website for more on learning opportunities coming up soon. Well, that's it. It was a short episode this week, uh, as it is a bit of a holiday week. The Low Tech Podcast is put out by the Low Technology Institute. At the moment, the show is hosted, edited, and distributed by me, Scott Johnson. This episode was recorded at the Low Technology Recording Room. Our intro music was Sydney City Rain, off the album The Real by Nada Baba. That song is under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial and Sharealike License, and this podcast is under the Creative Commons Attribution and Sharealike License, meaning you're free to use and share it as long as you give us credit. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. And if you enjoy this free podcast, please help repay us by sharing it with a friend. The Low Technology Institute is a 501c3 research organization supported by members, grants, and underwriting. You can find out more information about the Low Technology Institute, membership, and underwriting at lowtechinstitute.org. You can follow us on Twitter at low underscore techno and reach me directly at lowtechinstitute at gmail.com. Thanks, take care, and Happy New Year.